The last thing that theater students ever want is to be put in a box. Yet somehow that's exactly what the COVID-19 pandemic managed to do. Like students all over the world, we have been navigating our college education through the quadrilateral confines of a Zoom screen. One year later, we want to talk about that. What is going on in our lives before, during, and after we log in and out of Zoom? From the Department of Theater and Dance at Cal State Fullerton, join us for candid, uncensored, and much-needed conversations about life beyond the square. Hey, I'm Jojo, and welcome to this episode of Beyond the Square. I'm Solange. Last time you heard me, I was on Zoom Secrets with my friend Sarka, and I am coming to you again with our episode, Jojo and I's episode, Creating Health. Yes, we are super excited about this episode. It initially wasn't something we were going to include in the podcast, but I think collectively we, we realized that we are in a very interesting time as far as creating goes and as far as taking care of ourselves go. And as artists who are also students in a very rigorous discipline, we thought it would be a great idea to have some candid conversations about how those things intersect for us and how they have changed and evolved throughout the pandemic. Jojo and I are both juniors in the acting BFA at Cal State Fullerton. And when we were paired together for this podcast, we started to talk about what we wanted to explore and what we wanted to get out of it. And we kept coming back to this one thing, which is how are we as students and as people continuing to be creative, whatever that means, in like this weird limbo where we're alone because we're so, so used to collaborating with each other in person, being in the room, dancing, making theater. And it's been a genuinely wild ride trying to figure out how to navigate doing that like in the confines of our bedrooms. Absolutely. And even regardless of being art students, I think anyone is struggling to find motion and energy and change during this time. So creativity, in a sense, becomes very difficult, but also very essential because it's how we cope and it's how we connect to things when we can't really connect with each other. So what we wanted to focus on today is some fellow creators who, like us, are studying art on Zoom. And we just want to see how people are getting by, how people are coping, and how people are handling emotional and mental difficulties during this time. Yeah, that's right. And I mean, at least for me, creativity is the thing that actually lets me continue to connect with people, whether it's you over Zoom for a whole semester in the same acting class, just the two of us, or whether it's, you know, us sitting in our closets recording this podcast. Yeah, we know a thing or two about getting creative with creating when there's only two of us in class. That is major not only accountability, but also major adaptation 
when we don't have an entire class to bounce energy off of. So props to us, honestly. And here we are again, our encore. After our conversation, Jojo and I asked a couple of our friends and fellow Square Squad members, Sarika and Audrey, to come and share with us some of the things that they've written and created during COVID. We hope you enjoy their conversations with us as much as we did. Hello, my name is Audrey Gibbs, and I'm a transfer student here at Cal State Fullerton, and I'm an acting BFA hopeful. I'm coming to you right now from my sister's bedroom in Huntington Beach, California. And the piece that I'm going to share is just something I wrote when I was feeling really grateful. Who was the first to do it? Does anybody like actually know off the top of their heads? I'm sure I could Google it, but then that would just ruin the mystique. But on behalf of all humanity, I would like to thank them for taking cream from a cow, churning it, adding sugar, and freezing it. This recipe with a plethora of additional fixins is probably the main reason my serotonin levels stay pretty normal. Ice cream, gelato, cool custard, frozen yogurt, whatever you prefer, I guarantee our lives would be much harder without it. If you're really feeling down, I recommend pairing a bowl and watching the smash hit Mamma Mia. It'll make all your problems go away. But I have to know, what flavor? Uh, I can't pick Solange. There's too many. Um, well, what flavor were you writing about? <sighs> you remember? There's a haagen flavor that has like caramel cone bits in it. Ooh. It's like a vanilla base with like caramel cone or I do love like a lemon sorbet. I forgot to list sorbet in my list of ice cream varieties. Okay, I have another question. What okay. if any new methods of caring for yourself have you welcomed in or would you like to be welcoming in? I'm kind kind of ashamed to admit that it took me being graded on meditation and self-care for me to actually start paying attention. At the beginning of the semester, I was like, oh, maybe it'll help me sleep, like just calm me down. I was not prepared for the kind of transformation I had as a result of meditating three to five times a week. It just kind of changed everything about my life and my outlook. And now I'm kind of dependent on it. And it's just a reflection of how I kind of dealt with the whole pandemic because I, I'm disappointed in myself when I look back now at how I reacted as how, as if I was a victim from the circumstance when I really have nothing to complain about in comparison to what other people have been through throughout this. But I kept saying like, I'm losing time. I'm losing work. I can't move. I'm not being proactive. And I'm just, I was on the cycle of, I need to get things done. I need to keep going and going and going. And being forced to slow down felt so confining and like the biggest blow to who I am as a person. I feel like I can't function like this. But then when I actually put that into practice and slowed down on my own terms, it was so liberating. Hi, my name is Sarika Monde. I'm a junior BFA acting major. I am currently zooming in from my parents' home in Irvine, California, and I will be reading a recent journal entry on feeling lonely. And I wrote it because I think it's something that I've been feeling for a while, especially this year and in quarantine, um, but I never really addressed it or thought about it that much. So I just thought it would be nice to explore for my own sake on paper and now for everyone else. So here we go. 
It's embarrassing, it sounds pathetic, but I'm nearly 21 and I'm lonely. I'm not alone. I have dear friends who leave me going to bed with stomach aches from laughing too hard. My parents welcome me with open arms and a warm bowl of dal whenever I need the comfort. Mom's there to listen, dad's there if I feel like arguing. But at night, I get in bed, I set my alarms, and I wonder if I really let anyone see me. Like, oh God, did anyone see me? And I think about what it would be like if someone did. What's lonelier is the times when I feel like I can't even see myself. Sometimes asking myself what I want feels like choosing a birthday gift for someone you don't know very well. Will she like this? Is this her? Loneliness is when you feel like your own acquaintance. It's, I, I, I wrote this when, when I was about to like go to bed. And I mean, if I went through my day, I was like, oh, I have such great friends, you know, who I love spending time with. I have a great family, but like, I, I felt like I just sort of gave them a, a surface level version of myself sometimes like I I don't know like did I like what, what I wrote about did anyone like really see me and it's such a scary thing to do too to like really allow yourself to be seen whatever the fuck that means like yeah I think it's 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 like you know when our acting you know in our acting classes it's like oh you're just playing the idea of this character like sometimes I feel like I'm going through life and my interactions playing the idea of myself. I think I think that fear of being seen is why I'm an artist. Maybe I don't trust myself to be seen on my own, so I have made myself an artist so that I'm like, okay, now you have to. I, I call those moments of being seen and then having to deal with all the feelings that come up afterwards of vulnerability hangover whenever I talk to my therapist I'm like oh my god I had such a vulnerability hangover from class yesterday <laughs> oh my god I'm stealing that phrase I love that exactly Sarika do you find that your goals or just the way you want to exist and grow as an actor or artist have changed in the past few months since the pandemic, yeah. since having the internal shifts that have arisen out of the pandemic? Absolutely, yes. And I think that is in part because that sort of sense of self, you know, even though I, I wrote this entry and things are still very blurry in terms of seeing the whole picture of myself, but I think my my sense of self has grown stronger this year. And I feel like when I compare my goals to even last year, I was like, yeah, I want to be an actor and I'm going to, you know, like this is why I'm getting my BFA and that's all I want to do. And that is my goal. And now as I see myself work and I, 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 I know the type of person that I am in, in, ter in terms of like work ethic and just being an artist in general, like creating, I know that there are so many other ways that I can create and that those things make me happy. Um, and also I think I've accepted that there is less of a linear path to finding what I love and, and, you know, what sort of works for me and coming to terms with that was 
hard because you just kind of want to get your degree and get a job and everything's great. And I'm, you know, I'm an actor. <laughs> um, but I, I think I've definitely seen myself come to terms with the fact that like, you know what, I enjoy creating, I work hard and that's all I really need to know for right now, at least. We hope you've enjoyed listening to this episode as much as we enjoyed making it. And that the stories and work that have been shared here today have left you feeling like they've left us feeling more connected and less alone. Yes, I feel like I'm finally acknowledging that there is no single right way to create. The simplest tasks we do on a daily basis can be the most inspiring moments, sometimes unexpectedly. Yeah, and I also just want to say nothing in this podcast was meant to be a judgment about what or how much anyone should be creating right now. Whatever you've done today, this week, even this year, that's enough. I know I've really needed to be reminded of that lately. Oh, absolutely. It is not an easy task trying to create and be an artist while being isolated but I know that I firmly believe our environments can be ripe for self-discovery, self-transformation, and most importantly, self-acceptance. Well said. Thanks for listening, everyone. Beyond the Square is brought to you by Cal State Fullerton's Department of Theater and Dance. For more episodes, tune in to Titan Radio or catch us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or Stitcher. And if you like what you hear, you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you soon, Beyond the Square.